0: Do you have a teenager who throws a temper tantrum when you tell them they have to get off their computer? Or maybe you have a younger child who just wants to play their video games and they can't seem to get off of it because they're just addicted to it. Well, today I'm gonna talk with an author who can give you great pointers and suggestions and steps to do a digital detox for your family. We
1: all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids.
0: Hello, Raising Christian Kids family. I'm so glad you're back. And today I have a special guest, Molly D. Frank. Now, Molly helps families be free from addiction to their devices our kids are addicted to their phones and to their screens. And she has a degree in international relations and worked as a press aide for former California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. And that's probably another story in itself, I'm sure. But these days, she is a stay-at-home mom and is a foster mom to six kids. Welcome to the show, Molly.
1: Thanks for having me, Leanne.
0: Well, why did you write Digital Detox? What was the purpose behind this wonderful book?
1: You know, I stumbled into the best parenting hack that I had ever found. It was the best parenting decision we made to date was giving our kids a digital detox. It completely transformed our home. And I want to share that with other parents who raised kids in the 2010s, the early 2010s, we feel kind of duped by the way that technology came in and promised one thing. The marketing told us we would raise little, you know, rocket scientists if we gave over the iPad. And Time showed us that that wasn't the case at all. Instead, we got, you know, screen zombies and tantrums and meltdowns after screen time and kids who weren't interested in really anything aside from a screen. And so, after a while of of monitoring the time, of setting the timers, of setting parameters in place and nothing working, we finally pulled the plug all together. And the success of that one decision, it just blew us away. It blew our minds. So, I love sharing this hope and this help with other parents.
0: You know, my son was addicted to computer gaming. But back in the day, we thought, oh, well, you know, he's in high school, and he's not wanting to go out where all the kids are gathering. And so it's not so bad. And but in the beginning, that's what we thought. But then it became a problem where that's all he wanted to do. And we had, you know, a lot of fights and a lot of arguments. And it, it was not pretty for many years. And now my son, Thank God he's, you know, not in any of that and the Lord has transformed him. So parents, if you have some issues out there with your children and these, these devices, God can restore what has been lost and he can repair what has been damaged and he can change what needs to be changed. And I believe this is why Molly has written this book as well. Molly, what is ESS and how does science show us that electronic devices are chemically priming our kids brains to respond with rage?
1: Yeah, this is the craziest part. So parents, it probably sounds really familiar. You're not alone in this experience. If you, the screen timer dings and your kids melt down, they turn into zombies. After our detox, I researched like what is going on? Why did this work so quickly? And, and you know, what's going on physiologically and in our kids, it's causing this. And the, the data and the research out there is really mind blowing. Part of it relates to the dopamine. So that's that feel good chemical, that pleasure neurotransmitter in our brains that we are wired to release when we experience anything pleasurable. Well, these brilliant minds in Silicon Valley, they have engineered dopamine release points into our kids' apps and games, the video games. And the amount of dopamine that's getting released in our kids' brains is like nothing we've ever seen. So now we've created the situation where like any addictive cycle, Kids need more dopamine in order to experience the same amount of pleasure that they once had from less dopamine. So that is why your kids are not interested in real life activities. It just can't compare with dopamine released, you know, by the the way they've engineered these devices. So what's really interesting you talked about electronic screen syndrome which I only learned about after our detox. There's a psychiatrist based out of Southern California, I believe, and she's done tremendous work on this front from a, her medical practice. Basically, kids will come into her practice and she has seen this explosion of psychiatric problems, bipolar disorder, ADHD diagnoses, and she's identified this new thing called electronic screen syndrome. And she says it disguises itself as bipolar disorder, as ADHD, multiple personality disorder, all of these things. And she won't even diagnose kids in her practice until they've done a digital detox. And she says that something like 70 or 80% of the kids' symptoms resolve just by a detox. So, so yeah, and and she's done incredible work on this front. And it was one of the many books that I read in the course of writing my book, which is really a parent-to-parent guide for what to do in the home, how to get through this. And, and maybe if you're listening, you're thinking, well, my kid doesn't have a psychiatric issue, but when the screen timer goes off, my kids melt down or my kids can't sit in a restaurant. Or even this, perhaps, I'm concerned about the worldview that my kids are forming and the influence that they're taking in. And frankly, if as parents, we are spending, even conscientious parents are spending, you know, 15, 20 minutes a day pouring into our kids. Let's say you're opening God's word with them. You're really working hard. But meanwhile, kids are spending four to eight hours a day under the influence, uh, under the discipleship, really, of whoever's on the other side of that device. So it's really an opportunity, and that's why I wrote the book, for parents to kind of get in front of this thing, take a break. We don't need to wring our hands. We just need to roll up our sleeves, and truly any family can do it, and I promise it's simpler than you think.
0: Yes. It may be hard in the beginning, but the reward is huge compared to the loss if you don't do something. And like you said, it's so amazing. I'm reading another book, Reset Your Child's Brain. And that doctor also talks about how many of these diseases or these problems that kids are having with ADHD and ADD really are getting resolved by just taking the kids off of the, the screens, off of their devices. And Molly, that's why I think your book is really so important because you've brought this down to a level where parents can actually do this. They can take step by step from your book, how to do this and how to be successful. And you're the proof. You've done it in your home. You state that kids don't get a chance to be bored. I think that's so important. I remember being a kid and I would say to my mom, I'm bored. And she would say, go do something before I give you something to complain about, you know, those old phrases that parents use. But what are the benefits of boredom?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, our, there are so many things our kids are missing out on. And, and it kind of plays into what you had said earlier about, you know, we're giving our kids so much more than what we're taking away from them when we do this detox We are giving them the opportunity to troubleshoot their own boredom, to problem solve, to sit there and think, gosh, if I have, if the world is my oyster, you know, if I have what's in my brain and the supplies on my bookshelf and my craft cupboard, what am I going to do? What am I going to make? And that exercise of troubleshooting boredom and before our detox, my three oldest kids, their favorite hobbies were each a different video game. Looking back, I could see it just took a little bit of reacquainting with real life for them to form completely new and useful hobbies. So these are skills that our, our kids have been kind of deprived of. Here in California, when COVID hit, and I know this, it depends on what part of the country you were in, but we were shut down for a long time. And kids were doing every, everyone was doing everything online. And what we saw was that the problem that existed before COVID with depression and anxiety through the roof as screen time recreational screen time doubled
0: Exasperated. along with
1: that came yeah. this exactly it was like dumping gasoline on a fire yes so it's just it's a huge concern for parents but but yeah the good news here is that we have what we need to fix this thing and parents can can step in and do it and and frankly what's the really cool thing is most parents find that either they see results immediately or within a couple of days so it's great it's not necessarily easy it's very simple But it really just takes your kids some adjusting because they're wired for that. They're wired to create. That is the natural way that our kids want to be. We are numbing them out with an artificial
0: thing. Absolutely. You know, we're stifling their creative process. And we were created in the image of God, who is the creator. And we want to create. We have a desire to create. And that's also probably why it's very frustrating for kids. They might find a lot of fun, but they also find a lot of frustration. If we don't start early keeping our kids off digital or screen devices, because as you say, it's a myth for toddlers, they're learning educational skills. In your book, you say that is really a myth. Could you explain what is the long-term consequences?
1: Well, I think there are several. I think we could break them down into maybe two categories. And one of them is like the common grace thing that is is true for all of us believers and non-believers. And that is that mental health aspect depression, and anxiety, just through the roof. We know that there's a causal relationship there. And the other issue is the, the opportunity cost of what our kids aren't getting. And we've seen that through the research. We've seen occupational therapists telling us that kids are developing something called virtual autism, where they're presenting like they're autistic, but they're not actually just there. Haven't experienced all eye contact and back and forth conversation. They've been numbed out on these screens you know, we're seeing vision problems. Eye doctors are reporting new vision problems in kids because of too much screen time. So there are those like common grace type things that apply to everyone. For the believer, for the believing family and the Christian parent, you know, we know that the opportunity is the discipleship of our kids that we're just willingly handing over to whoever is on the other side of that screen.
0: Yeah, that's and that's really the danger. That's not God's
1: design for families. Yeah, exactly. So, so we have this incredible opportunity. There are some parents that I love following, they Clay and Sally Clarkson, they're just such incredible. They've run these parent this parenting ministry for a long time, but they've observed that the parents have the strongest influence on their kids between the ages of 4 and 14. And those ages right now, we are just numbing our kids out. And so we can take that back and and show our kids they're fully known and fully loved by parents who will accept them and love them no matter what. And we have the opportunity to reflect how God loves us to our kids. And they need this, especially in today's day and age. They need that so badly. And and we have this privilege to do that. So I just really encourage Christian parents, especially to kind of take back control here, get back in the driver's seat and, and do this thing.
0: What are the steps to digital detox and how often do we need to detox our families from the digital media?
1: Yes, I say as needed. So, you know, I I don't like a crazy legalistic view of this thing. Um, No one knows their kids like their parents. We're in a unique position to know what our kids, their vulnerabilities are and what they need. So I say if you have a hunch that your kids might benefit from this, and most parents do, 85% of parents are struggling with the amount of time their kids spend on a device probably, you know, if you fall into this category, you're not alone. So I say, if you, if you feel a nudge, do it, give it a shot. And the goal of the detox isn't to get rid of it all forever. Our family enjoys digital entertainment even. So the goal in the second half of the book is about putting it in its right place in your home, finding a way for it to work for you rather than feeling like you're enslaved to it. So in our home, we use it to connect with each other. We use it to create, we don't use it to isolate and consume. We got rid of that. We took the tablets out. We Our kids get one hour per week. Our older kids, one hour per week of an approved video game. It's always and only on the weekend. We'll reassess over time. If too much creeps in, we could do another one. But I leave that open to parents. It's a beautiful design that God gave us as parents who love their kids more than anyone on the planet are also in this position to influence them and shape them more than anyone else, which is also why Christian parents don't need to despair when we look and see, oh dear, you know, you look at Congress and you see they're trying to create legislation to fix all these dangers in social media. And it's easy to look out there and say, oh gosh, this is a huge, scary problem, but, but not for us because we have a unique influence and God designed it that way. And so we don't have to wait for Congress to move. We don't have to <laughs> wait for laws to be made we can make a decision right now over the dinner table and it's so simple and it, it's based on the firm foundation of relationship. I love that. I would just encourage parents, you know, if you're feeling the nudge, but you're nervous, you can do this thing. I promise you, you don't have to be crafty. You don't have to be Pinteresty, You don't have to be any sort of parent. You just need to love your kids and be willing. So I just want to encourage you with that. And come find me. You can find me on mollydefrank.com. I've got some freebies when you order the book, How to Convince a Skeptical Spouse, some dinner table topics for you. So check it out. I'd love to hear from you.
0: That's wonderful. And that's mollydefrank.com. And we'll have a link in our show notes. Thank you, Molly, for being on the show. Thanks, Leanne. And this is how we all work together to raise strong Christian kids.